just want to hold you. I just want to bring you closer to me. I just want to know you. All right, welcome back. It's me and the gay homie. And we're, we're pissed right now because we thought we were recording for fucking 20 fucking minutes. It's me, Joe. <laughs> God damn it. And this is Diotis, and we're back. Um, Man, we had a whole little spill. We were we doing did. all kinds of shit. It was shit. juicy. We were, we're salty as fuck. It we were is talking shit Epson about each other. Right now. I am. Shit. We got a new uh, fucking guy hanging out with us every week now. Yeah. He's got his own segment talking about music and fucking other shit. I'm just mad, guys. I know. Um, but but, we yeah. gonna, but we it's going to be fun. It it's going to be fun, I guess. We talked about it being Mother's Day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hi, yeah. Mom. I want to say Mother's happy Mother's Day. Day. It's Anna Tease out there. Thanks I for birthing me. I already told my mom Mother's Day is canceled because her fucking party cost too much last week. Yeah, your mom was beautiful on her yeah, birthday. But I was like, Mother's Day is canceled. I got her nuts and chews from 99 cent store. <laughs> you did not. I didn't. I went to I went to Seize Candy. It's a block away. I had to do it. Right. Okay. I love you, mom. Ugh. You're amazing. You're 70. You're still here. You're killing it. Um, Don't listen to the podcast. So. So yeah, I it, curse it, too uh, much. <laughs> your mama knows you. <laughs> I'm be like that was D the whole time. My mom hates me cursing when I say Dan. Who you talking to? <laughs> <laughs> I know you ain't cursing in my house. I'm like, oh god, oh god. sheesh, capiche. You just trying to say shit. Don't say that either. Okay. All right. We got Mo though. We got Mo County. He's been here before. Mm-hmm. He, he was here for the one on one records episode. Um, he yeah. Was hilarious. And he's hilarious on Facebook. And that's why I thought about him. And the funniest thing is that. I thought about hitting him up, and I was going to tell D about it, and then this dude hit me up and said, man, I want to come on the show. I was like, that's crazy. I wanted you on the show. Mm-hmm. And, yo, he's going to be taking care of the, like, uh, entertainment, music segment, because I'm washed. I don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> yes. And You're washed up. <laughs> I mean, the only thing I know is what D sends me in the DMs. I'll be like, he'll forward me, like, posts and shit. I'll be like, oh, that's cool. And then me and the homies, like, we send stuff, but it's mostly girls. Like, (laughs) we just send thick girls to each other. Yes, Mo is... And people getting beat up. And people getting beat up. I mean, that's fun to watch. All right, here you go, Mo. Yeah, Mo keeps us up to date. So, um, yeah, go ahead. Tell me about yourself. Um, Hi, guys. Um, My name is Mo County. Uh, But in in all seriousness, I really thank you guys for, uh, you know, allowing me to be a part of your platform. Um, I've enjoyed listening to the show before, and now to be a part of it, it's just awesome. So, you know, I'm I'm ready to be here with you guys, talk my shit. Um, I'm really happy to have you. We happy to have you. And um, I think, you know, y'all need to be reminded what brought him to the table the first time was that he got major vocals, y'all. Major vocals. And, and tell him where we found your music at again. Um, go, go pay his bills. You know, go do these please, things. Please, please help <laughs> me pay my damn rent. Yeah. Um, but no, no. <laughs> Um, if you, if you, uh, want go and stream my EP, the quarter life crisis, it'll be listed under, um, Moco, which was my former artist name before I got it changed. Uh, so M O H K O any music outlet, just look that up and you'll be able to find my uh, EP quarter life crisis. So please go and stream that. I'm also on Instagram. Mo County official, exactly the way that it sounds. M O C O U N T Y. Um, o F F I C I A L. You saw how I had to think about <laughs> the, the spelling oh, of official yeah. for a second. <laughs> Y'all should know. I'm it losing though. it. I'm <laughs> losing it. But um, but yeah. So uh, find me there or on Facebook, Terrence Williams. 
um, T-E-R-R-A-N-C-E-W-I-L-L-I-A-M-S. It's a common name, so good luck. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but he's hilarious, y'all. Like, y'all will want to find this common-ass name. And, he'll, and it was, like, it's, we can find you, though. I remember it being easy. I mean. Yeah, you can find me. I'll be listed under um, Long Beach City College right. Culinary. Long Beach City College, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so. So what would you um, bring? What you what yeah, what are you telling us What's about today? Here? What's in pop culture? What's this? Cardi. What's that? What's going on here? So Cardi B, I know she out here was popping with your old ass. Cardi no, B that's was all like, I know. That's all I know. Last week, Cardi. that's all I know. Is Cardi B. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, the Billboard Music Awards happened. Um, ah. In addition to my fave being honored, and that is none other than Mariah Carey, she was given a special award that's this right. year. Who yeah, who? she performed uh, a special <laughs> medley of songs. Don't. I swear to God, we will fist fight. I will lose, <laughs> but I will try. <laughs> I swear to well, God, Mariah, I, will God you, it. I will give you my best windmill, and I, I promise you that. <laughs> People forget, man. Mariah, man, is. Let's, let's not do this. Let's Look, not do it. In um, her heyday, and now in her straightaways. Yo, y'all are just, y'all are really just I mean, dragging my fade right now. Whitney, right. Whitney over Mariah. <laughs> Ooh, All right, Wendy I, I or like, Mariah. I love Whitney too. I love Whitney too. I love my '90s girls, my mm-hmm. '80s girls. Um, so she was honored. Mm-hmm. Um, there were some other performances that happened here and there. Um, a disappointment was that uh, Normani wasn't able to perform. Uh, she was supposed to perform alongside Sam Smith. Why not? But, uh, she is. She is getting everybody's fave right now. Yeah, like she yeah. is. Doing she her wasn't thing. able to do it uh, because uh, Sam Smith actually had to pull out of the show. He was sick. Wait, who is this? Who are you talking about? Oh yeah, he is washed. You know, you got me going yeah. in waves. Pull it up on your phone. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Okay, yeah, while you're pull, pulling that up on your phone, mm-hmm. I have to say, I went to uh, Broccoli City Fest in D.C. Um, was it last weekend? Last weekend, weekend before? Anyway, look, Childish Gambino is one of the best performers I've ever seen in my life. Oh, right, you said, you talked about that. He is yeah. incredible. Like, the dude is amazing. Never seen her before. Oh, wait, 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 that's the girl you told me about that you like, right? Who, me? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah. look, Childish Gambino is amazing. <laughs> if you get a chance, if you get a chance to see Childish Gambino in concert, do whatever you got to do to get tickets. I'm telling you, he does not disappoint. And he went out of his way. He wanted to make sure he performed He performed for a majority black crowd. That's why he did, he did Broccoli City. Mm-hmm. Um, they did not make much money. They didn't make any money off that. But he wanted to do it. He flew in and flew right back out to L.A. to do that. And he wanted to be with the people. Went through the crowd singing. Was like really with them. And I love the show because at one time, at one point, he was like, look, my shows are like this. Put your phone down. Enjoy the, enjoy the performance. You'll have time to put it back up and take pictures. But I want y'all to feel this. And, man, he did that shit. I mean, that's dope. I haven't been to Broccoli City in a long time. I haven't, I'm, I'm actually going home end of this month. Um, but uh, D.C., Maryland area, that's uh, where I'm from. Mm-hmm. So those are like my old stopping oh, grounds. One yeah. more thing. Did y'all see the big, um, dang, what do you call that? They're, uh, oh, uh, Mochella. Was that what, it, what they call it? Mochella, like right in D.C. on the street. Where that uh, T-Mobile oh, yeah, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. they've yeah. been getting uh, 
hated on by yes, the um, new by the new residents of the area, the whites, yeah. the Dwights <laughs> oh of the area, uh -huh. who were complaining that the music is too loud, and they weren't having it. They came out, wow. thousands was out there. It was popping. Did y'all see that? I did not. Yeah. Who was in the show though? Who, who um, I saw. I saw a video. I it was saw more a like a protest type thing, but it was like yeah. all like DJ was playing. Music. Thousands was, of people in the yeah. streets wow. just listening to go go music. Having a great time, no fights, just mm -hmm. you know, beautiful, just a great time. Um, so back to the, the billboards, yeah, the billboard, billboard awards, awards uh, yeah. just really quickly. Um, so we did see a an interesting performance from Copy Swift. Um, <laughs> she performed with uh, Brandon Urethra. Uh, she did a song called Me. <laughs> And um, yeah. she gave us her best mayonnaise and gelatin slider version mm. of what the queen had given us, seasoned with all 11 herbs and spices mm -hmm. uh, for homecoming. Mm -hmm. And with Taylor Swift, uh, we got none of the herbs, none of the spices, no. Um, no. not no. even salt. No. Um, <laughs> We, we mm -hmm. got nothing. It was the whitest thing I've ever seen. Uh -huh. It raised my property taxes, and I don't even own a home. <laughs> it oh my God. It got my no future hips. kids into better schools. <laughs> uh -huh. um, it kept my future sons and daughters out of jail on mm -hmm. a stand-your-ground law. Uh -huh. yeah. That's how white it was. And um, uh. I was offended. Uh, I think the diaspora should be offended mm -hmm. for what she placed in front of us. Yeah. Um, I think Plagiarism Swift owes us an apology. Mm -hmm. um, and I will be expecting that from Replica Swift any any moment now. Now, we, did, we do have a guest coming on later on, Leo, but I remember him having kind of a, a perspective on it. You know, you was mentioning that the performance kind of, you just feel more came at the wrong time. Wrong. She did this last year or two uh -huh. years ago. Nobody would say anything before uh, before Beyonce came out. Right. It's just that. Then you mentioned that she said that she she's done like a theme. This um, yeah, she's done like a marching band theme where uh, in the past in her videos and performances where she's worn that type of stuff. She has. But the thing about it is, no one paid attention to it. But now all of a sudden, since you know Beyonce just did you know the Coachella performance and she came out. Taylor Swift with this performance, now they're just like, oh, snap. And, and, and be, but this them. is the thing. This is the thing. Her team had to have known. They had to have known. And that's what I'm saying. That was just bad for her team to not advise her. Like, look, oh, too soon, too soon. That too performance soon. was the equivalent of white people bringing their dogs onto Howard University's campus to take a dump. <laughs> <laughs> that was very yeah. detailed and graphic. <laughs> but no, but honestly, like, it's just bad timing. That's all it was. And to be honest with you, the, if you take out the band, the Billboard performance that she did was actually quite spectacular and creative. Um, you know, with the suits, it's colorful, having the umbrellas, having the aerialists come down. Like, that was a great performance. Just take the marching band out, and everything else would be fine, because even when they came out, it was very... There was no swag. There was just it was just like you said, unseasoned, you know, and it didn't have any salt and pepper with it. It just came out 
I think uniformly, a lot of people are just really like beginning to just be tired of her. You know, she's been singing the prepubescent age of music, and she's about thirty now. And like, how long is that going to go on? And then, <laughs> and then, I remember when she was doing that marching band theme a couple of years ago. I, I feel like this time too, outside of it being wrong timing, the effort was feeling like it was going towards a more urban type of like grab than what I had usually seen her bland, you know, performances to be. And uh, it was colorful, the song sucked, and that is all. <laughs> hey, I mean, I just real quick, I definitely agree with that. And then on top of that, um, it just it was unnecessary. Like the song didn't cause for didn't call that for for a band to just come yeah, out out of nowhere. <laughs> and then of course the big entrance <laughs> that she gave, just like uh, you need a new. And team. that Care Bear leotard she had on. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Okay, real quick. I'm sorry. Before we do, before we move on or anything, I I almost shocked. No one is like really not talking about that. Paula Abdul performance that she oh listen no 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 listen all right I was taken aback listen <laughs> Paula <Fatality>. now <laughs> Paula Abdul showed up and did what she needed to do what? the entire performance was lip synced but that yes, was fine it was but that's what we always gave, expected from her listen she gave us she knows where her strength is she mm -hmm. showed up she did the choreo she did all the hits she and she went the fuck home she flew and she went the fuck home that is that is all we took asked. her epsom salt bath and for, went for, to sleep legend okay. that's all we asked for the legends yeah for the for the girls that have been in the industry for a long time when you do these award shows mm -hmm. just show up do the hits and go home mm -hmm. and paula did that yeah you young motherfuckers uh -oh. <laughs> you just want to be disrespectful all the time like no you're not going to be very impressed it's going to look a little slow and off a little bit because she's old but it didn't that's what i'm saying oh i'm saying that she was amazing <laughs> was she good like she that? was amazing okay that's what i'm saying why i'm talking wanna, about it it was yeah. amazing that's what's up paul abdul i still want to fuck <laughs> <laughs> yes, you should, because she is tight and taut still. She would like, definitely be on my. She would definitely be on my um, X videos search. Oh, the mills. Oh man, we going past. Oh damn, I forgot. We didn't even get none of that in here. <laughs> <laughs> you know the the way that they flung her back and forth across this stage was was. Quite orgasmic. You know? It was crazy. It was kind of hot. No, it was it was dope though. The uh, funny part is when she threw the hat and it hit whoever it was in the chest. She wanted to apologize, but 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 the fact that she's lip syncing, she didn't have time. <laughs> she couldn't stop for it. That was funny. Um, what else about the Billboard Music Awards? Oh, this is why oh, she can't Sierra go on tour. Thing. And I, um, this is why we can't get a, a sold out tour because she coming out with this solo performance in this box shaped outfit and red gloves, and <laughs> you got this gay man coming in and handing you a phone. Like what? What? Who? How? Why? Yeah. Did you? You, you know what that performance looked like? What did it look like? It looked like a wife and mother. And I have this problem. I'm not saying I don't want female performers to get married, mm -hmm. but whenever female performers get married and have kids the music always changes a little bit and i'll get i'll get to her in a second because she just put out a new album mm -hmm. but um it wasn't bad i mean i've i, I leo glares 
Share your heart with us, stage. beloved. Share your heart. She, I'm sorry, but she we were in a room in her house pretty much because she didn't use much of the stage. And, she was trying to reminisce the video. Yeah, and clearly the billboard had a budget for holograms this year. She didn't really take advantage of that either. I mean, you I mean, got billboard, billboard Awards is always a big budget show. So, And this year, Madonna took advantage of the holograms. As you can see, um, Paula took it. You can't have these two old-ass women coming in and out showing you, and you still young. I mean, I love Sierra. I think she is a beautiful woman. Beautiful. But the outfit didn't show any of those gorgeous curves. I mean, I want, I want this comeback. I usually will always I always want to come back for her. I, I will usually always defend her. But once again, I didn't see this either. But oh, you pulled it up though. This is it right here. Uh, oh yeah, I'm watching Paula Abdul right now. I just follow But, Abdul. but um, <laughs> we need to get to the topic though. Yeah. Every week we need to get to that right now. What do you have to say? Go ahead. All right, I was dreading it, but <laughs> oh no. Let's um, let's discuss, discuss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Aisha, pick me curry. All oh, right. And um. <laughs> It's I mean it's I mean her her brand is being a wife and mother. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. um the the uh I think it's an appropriate name. I think it suits her well. It's a biblical name. Mm-hmm. It's not. Uh but J- just give a, a to give a review of what the noise is about. Yeah. Well. So um this week Aisha Curry sat down with Red Table Talk which is a show hosted by uh, Jada Pinkett Smith, Mm -hmm. um, her daughter and her mother. Um, So this week, uh, the Curry family sat down. It wasn't just Aisha. It was also um, her mother-in-law, as well as her sister-in-law, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, her sister-in-law. So they all sat down to sort of share their experiences um, uh, with with being an athlete. I think one of them is a volleyball player, professional volleyball player. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and just sort of being married to these NBA men. Uh, however, uh, during the interview, there was a very small portion in which Aisha shared sort of, um, I'm not going to say discontent, but she just wanted some reassurance that she still got it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? She <clears throat> often sees uh, women throwing themselves at her husband, uh, and she said that you know the, the attention that she gets doesn't, or, or lack thereof, uh, doesn't replicate what her husband gets. Um, she caught a lot of backlash for this on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, uh, from men and women alike. And it's the thing that everybody else has been talking about. So let's talk about it too. Mm-hmm. Well, you mentioned earlier how you know she had received some backlash earlier before because she made a statement about you know being covered up or how you know. Yeah, she was. She was. Uh, it was basically a dig to women who like who like to sort of go out scantily mm-hmm. clad and she was saying how she prefers <laughs> to keep things covered up and mm-hmm. and so she received a lot of backlash for that because uh, women rightfully so felt like well you shouldn't have to put down other women to mm-hmm. promote you know what it is about yourself that you like right right um and and that's what um some of the conversation is about now is like you know you asking her like you need to pick a side because before you're saying you know well you know covered is the way to be but then you're you're upset because you're not getting hollered at because you're usually covered up or not thought of in that type of you know in that sense or not and i i think that uh aisha curry ultimately is just having 
issues with uh, the idea and the fact that she's still considered property. Um, mm -hmm. Even with this sort of uh, spinoff, the spinoff career with uh, what I think she's she's done clothing, right? She's done cook. I'm not sure about the clothing, but I know she's done a cooking show. I know um, any of this. <laughs> she, has, she has a book out. Yeah, <laughs> she she has a book out. Um, despite the fact that she's done all these things, she's still considered Steph's wife. And I really, really, really think that um, women like her um, have issues dealing with the fact that they're still considered property at the end of the day. Um, it shouldn't be like that. Women shouldn't be considered the property of the men that they're married to. But when you have a man that's this popular, that's this famous, mm -hmm. that's this uh, hugely successful at what he does, don't know what to tell you, sis. And that made me the post The funny the thing is... I don't know what to tell you, sis. <laughs> The funny thing is, if she was more behind the scenes and not so upfront with, you know, I am a Aisha Curry, Steph's wife, and, you know, she probably would get hollered at. Because she's such in the public eye and just known to be. Yeah, we just know wife, you yeah. as the wife. Like, this is just what you do. Mm -hmm. Like, we have completely, like, desexualized her. Like, she's mm -hmm. just wife, mom. And Dinah uh, looks dry to all of us. To all of us. That's <laughs> crazy. Uh, you know, I was, you know, introducing the idea of maybe that is some respect given to her, too, or her name. Or the fact that she's married to Curry, that, you know, it's just like that's his wife. You know, we ain't going to fuck with him. We got respect for him, you know. And maybe that's another reason that she's not getting the. And, and there's nothing wrong with her wanting this validation too, as much as the internet like slut shamed her, and she's far from being a slut. You know what I mean? Like, it, it it's like everyone. How come she can't want this type of validation? Uh, no, va validity. Well, you know. Well, we said earlier when we were not recording shit. <laughs> um, I want somebody to tell me I look good and that I I don't give a fuck if I've been married to you for 25 years. It's nice for you to tell me, uh, yes, yeah, hu husband, husband to be. Look. Make sure I know that from you, but I need somebody else to tell me that I'm not in some, some ob obscured vision of just one person who think look, I'm cute. Like look. When the homegirls, <laughs> when the homegirls go out and about, and say they're at the grocery store or some, and somebody, some youngster even hollers at, tries to holler at them. Mm -hmm. You know, they don't give them no play or whatever. But when they come, they it's on their mind, girl. You know, so this little boy trying to holler at me, I know that yeah, feels good. Yeah. Because it feels good when I get hollered at. Mm -hmm. Even if I'm not interested, it feels great. And I got a new skip to my step mm -hmm. while we were feeling myself. You can't tell me shit after somebody says, hey, cutie, what? You see, you see it, huh? I did, do, I did put a that little activator. snap back, I too. I did put a little activator in this curl. I, I did something. I did a few push-ups today. Day. You know, so, it, man, I get it. I get it. Her her situation, we are really going really overboard with with our reactions to it. It's so simple, like, but it, it's so simple. But it actually, there are some some layers to it, like Mo was saying. You know that she is Steph Curry's wife. That's it. Like we don't see nothing else, and it. So instead of it just being a woman who just wants to feel beautiful by others besides her husband it doesn't mean she's trying to fuck god i wish these motherfuckers would shut up with that it doesn't mean she's trying to give out that cooch she really just wants to feel like she's beautiful to not just her husband who kind of has who, who at times you feel like 
Well, it's my husband. He has to. He, of course, he thinks I'm beautiful. He's supposed he's to. Obligated right? to yeah, he's that. obligated to tell me that. He's obligated to tell me that. What about the people who just see me? What am I looking like out here in these streets? Right. What am I like? Yeah, like, <laughs> it's like your mama telling you, oh, look at my right. handsome son. <laughs> she going to tell you that. She going to tell you that every time. Like, <laughs> she going to try to introduce you to that girl. <laughs> and the girl be like, eh, no, thank you. <laughs> but it's... <laughs> But he's so handsome. Not to are everybody we, are else. We, like, are we talking from personal experience? No, nah, not me. Do you need to? <laughs> not are, I. are there some things you need to share with us, beloved? Not I. Maybe to somebody. I'm look. I'm not attracted to everyone. I'm kidding, guys. You're stupid. You're blind. But um, no, it does feel good. It does feel good to at least feel wanted. You know. Yeah. So, but she's Those still. I respect it. Ain't nothing wrong with what she says. So everybody needs to get off her fucking head about that shit. Please, y'all, chill out. Um, all, all she wants to know is that she still got it. She's yeah, not. That's it. She's not that's trying to it. go cheat. She's not trying to go have an affair. It's like the Martin episode. Remember the Martin episode? Where, where he, he takes, takes his ring off? Yeah, he takes the ring off. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. He goes uh, in the gym and they all over him. Like, it's the same fucking thing. And you dudes, I know you watched Martin. he wasn't going to cheat on her? No, he didn't want to. He was just like, I just want to show the homies. I still got it. That's it. That's, that's it. it. And it was harmless. We all do that shit. It was harmless. Not taking off rings and shit, but we all like want to know. I could if I wanted to, ha ha ha, but I ain't. The only difference is that it's Aisha Curry, and you know. <sighs> and I, I, I will, I will say that, like, because I don't think I got to say it on this version of the podcast that is actually being recorded. <laughs> I don't think she's not getting holler at because. Steph, I don't think that's a, a thing. I don't. There's no reason. We dudes who want to holler at women don't care about the husband. We don't have no real respect for nobody. We don't, unless it's your homie. And um, there are very few of us with real morals and values. If we attracted somebody, we hollering. Thank you for that. <laughs> thank, thank you for that sentiment. Do we have anything else going on? Um, we got some new music releases. Just a second. Wait, what about did, did the Met Gala happen this week? Oh, oh yeah. that was this Look week. at me. Look at me bringing shit up. Let's okay. go. Let's go. All right. Cardi B was looking dope. She I was, fuck with that boy. shit. Okay. But the flow. You know what? That was kind of redundant though, because ketchup is liquid. Oh man. So it can I'm, be more liquid though. It could be liquidly earned. Ah, okay. Like we're not I, I don't know. know. Okay. <laughs> we just, we just making up words and shit. No, I know where you were making trying to go. Making up words per usual. It's cool. I know where you were trying to. I, what, I know where you were trying to go. I acknowledge uh, that. What's that girl's name from uh, Grownish? Yeah, Blackish. I like that. I really, I really uh, liked her, her. Oh, you watch Grownish? I, I've seen. I saw the first season. I don't know what's going on now. I liked it. I liked okay. it. Y'all get up on that. It's good. You said Zendaya. Y'all, y'all talking about Zendaya. No, what he's is talking it? About I'm talking about the girl from Grownish. And I'm talking about Yara. Yara. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's her name? Yara. Yara I, don't, I just know her Yara. first name. Yeah. From the Met Gala. I don't. I don't know if it's Zendaya or Zendaya. So whatever you're saying, I'm gonna okay. just roll with that. I call her Z. That's the homie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so um um yeah uh we'll call her Z since we don't know if it's Zendaya or Zendaya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So <laughs> she had a great look. Um. She actually had a Cinderella dress that uh, when her designer pointed, I think it was some kind of wand at her dress, it actually lit up. Uh, and I thought that was, oh, God, it was super dope. 
Um, Janelle Monet had a great look. She had an eye over her titty that blinked. That shit was tight. Super dope. That shit was tight. So who was weak, though, so I can hear you, like, really shit on them? Wait, before we go to the weak ones, don't forget about Billy. Oh. Billy Porter, who stole the sh- I, mean, I shouldn't yeah. even have that to say it. I, I shouldn't even have to say it. Billy fucking Porter. Billy Porter, he tweeted. He was mm-hmm. like, y'all said can't. Y'all said can't. Here you go. I literally felt charged. Like, I was like, somebody plugged me into an extension cord when I saw that shit. I was- With the fucking <laughs> wings. What? With the oh. wings. And he had. It's so much. Damn. And he had all those DL niggas bring him in. It was it was so dope. <laughs> wow. It was super dope. Okay. All right. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> yeah. I liked her. I liked hers and her seven outfits. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I like Lady Gaga. Her transformation yeah. into them, too. She was a performance, a walking performance. Yeah, it was a, oh, yeah, feel free to, I mean, to yeah. snatch this. I don't want to hog it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, hey man, all right. So we got a show though. We got a we got a, some shit to get to, man. I appreciate you so much for coming through, doing Absolutely. your thing. Hey, you're not going nowhere. I mean, we're gonna need your input on some of these topics. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, before before I go and come this back, this shit better be important. Yeah, music releases. Um, right. So uh, this past week, Ari Lennox, who is a Dreamville artist. Um, she released her album, Shea Butter Baby. I listened to that one myself. It was amazing. Everybody told me it's really good. It's really, really, really good. Sierra also released uh, Beauty Marks. Um, Jacob Lattimore, who's so currently guess, uh, on the Sierra sh- wasn't that good? No, what I do like about this album I've, I is mean, that she is at least giving an effort of understanding where her lane is as far as trying to stick to it. Like, it's less ballads on this. It's less oohs yeah. and ahs. It's more like dance tracks, and that's all I want from you. That is that is it. That is it. Uh, but the album's not bad. The album's yeah. not bad. Um, Jacob Lattimore, who's currently on The Shy, um, he dropped Connection 2, and Logic just put out an album oh. as well. Logic weirdo ass. Um, Look, you don't Logic, like Logic? He's a he's a really dope rapper. He's a good rapper. Let me not say really dope. He's a good rapper. What's your beef with Logic though? He's so extra, man. It's just so weird and just. You see? Did you hear the thing he said about the Breakfast Club? Oh, what? What did I he look, say about it? Because we, we're not going out. I gotta read it and all that shit. But y'all should go, y'all should look that up on YouTube because uh, Charlamagne did a donkey of the day for him because he said he won't go on. The Breakfast Club. Charlamagne actually said, no, you don't go in the Breakfast Club or Hot 97. You don't fuck with black people. Mm. He said, you just want to be black enough so you can say, th- say nigga. Did he say that before Logic wrote something? Or yeah, because yeah, he don't discuss Logic. He's like, I don't care about Logic. I don't listen to his music. He doesn't really matter. Right. But he's like, you came at him. He, he, and he also claimed that Charlamagne said that Logic was homophobic. Charlamagne was like, yeah, I don't remember saying that. So if y'all... That's definitely not true, considering um, considering Logic's content. Like, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, if he said it, he was probably fucking around. I don't know, but anyway, yeah. I mean, I know Logic can rap. He's a little. I just feel like I don't. He's just, he's a little depressed at times. Do you feel like his music isn't for black people? No, no, I'm not gonna say that because it's not like on some. It doesn't make me think like Asher Roth type type music. You know what I mean? It's to me, it's 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 not too far off of J Cole. Right, that's what I was. Yeah, it's not too far off of J Cole. Now let me not act like I love J Cole, but oh okay, okay. 
He's I swear to God, the the old head millennials. He's a just, little boring for me. Because, but I, I will say this: Groovy Q, Schoolboy Q's album number one okay. right now. Yeah. He's got hits on that motherfucker. Look, and I don't love the album. Now that I've really listened to it, listened to it, there's some songs I don't really care for. But the songs that I like, I love. Like they're School really like they hit a quality project. Always, I, I thought always. his last album was a classic. Really the, I mean the the album before this one, I thought that was a classic, which he said didn't do as well. But that's shit. That kind of that's kind of what that's, that's kind of what happens way. when you put out like really good art sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And this one he's putting out just bangers. He's got like four like songs that could actually be like real singles and go hard. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead, man. Oh no, that was it. That was it. All right, the show. So. Listen, man, we got some topics today. I hope y'all still there, man. Thank you so much, Mo. Thank you so much, Mo. Thank you. We talking about all kind of shit. Um, so I want to introduce someone that's coming out to chill out with us, Leo. He's a professional dancer. He's also my personal trainer. I'm getting my body right. That's that's all that's happening. Y'all seen D on fucking Instagram (laughs) showing us. Say say hello, Leo. Introduce yourself. What's going on? What's going on? Yes, I am Leo. Um, moved out here originally from Houston, Texas. Been living out here for a couple years, you know, working on getting my fitness certification and, you know, being a professional dancer out here. So I'm glad to be on the show. Thank you guys for having me. Hey, man, I appreciate you, dude, because <laughs> you have this motherfucker coming to work where he can't walk. He can't, <laughs> he can't pick up shit. He's like, man, we're in here for three hours. <laughs> Look, get the fuck out of the goddamn gym. Ain't no reason to be in there for no fucking three hours. Well, I mean, I mean, if it was up to you, you would say we're not. But I'm telling you, from the moment that I got parked my car <laughs> to the moment where we like walking back up out that bitch, it's been about two and a half, three motherfucking hours. But I will say, I'm strong. You know, technically, hey, no, I'm, when we actually start the workout, it's more like an hour and a half. Oh, we do a warm up. Okay, like, sometimes. And I will. Uh, other thing, I, I know, I know you know what you're doing because. D used to be scared to like really lift weights. <laughs> like he would do, he would go in there and kind of like do like feather weights. You know oh, what I mean? He'll, do, he'll grab some light ass weight and just do it a million a times. A bunch of times, yeah. And I would tell, and I was trying to tell him like, you know, because like, I was like, yo, just you know, try to go a little, you know, a little heavier. It's, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you no, know, it, never it's, it's hard. To, it's hard to push somebody to do that on their own. Right, right. You yeah, know? and it feel safe. Yeah, right. exactly. I got injuries like, and shit. But me. Yeah. I, you know, coming from a football background, right. you know, it, that's what we did. So, mm. it, but I get it when people have never done it before. They're like, I ain't touching that shit, breaking my fucking back. <laughs> okay, that's exactly me. And, and they don't know that. how you just, you do build up. Like you start yeah, off light yeah. and next week your body's adjusted to this kind of movement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he still tries it with a little weight. I think the last time we went to the gym, he was doing like 20 pounds. I looked at him like... <laughs> It was on something that we probably was doing. No. Okay. No. I, I have a homeboy, and I'm really pissed at him because I hope he, I hope, I'm going to make him listen to this song. He hears this shout out. My boy Justin in New Orleans. We went to the gym while I was out there. He played football. He's strong than a motherfucker. He picked up some of the lightest weight and just, he had this serious look on his face doing curls and doing military press. I was like, if you don't get the fuck out of here, <laughs> that little ass weight. And he just look. He's like, I guess I'm not really working out, am I? <laughs> I was like, No, I'm over here sweating and shit. Yo, they're just doop, 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 doop. like, yo, you just hanging out right now, bro. Right. 
Um, but um, outside of Leo being my trainer, we have a lot of conversations when he's uh, whooping my ass. And that's what encouraged me to bring him on the show because I think, you know, he'll be a great member of the gay fam to kind of talk about <laughs> some of our, <laughs> some of like some of the issues that riddles me in the gay community and the w- some of those issues, the way that they relate to the heterosexual experience too and um, everything in between. And one of the conversations we were talking about recently, Leo and I, we was talking about like, why does black women get so quick to label their boyfriends gay as soon as they want to start experimenting with shit that's freaky or anything that's anything related to the butthole, you know, because I know who is doing it, and it's these white folks. And y'all I getting really upset when y'all see these black die here. Besides, <laughs> besides the butt action, like, what other freaky stuff do you, would you uh, think women would consider their dudes gay? Besides, like, butt play. Yeah, do you? Because I feel like black. Well, sometimes black women minds are close to a lot of things that's outside of like binary shit. Like, I if mean, as far as like dressing up, I mean. Well, no, I mean actually related to the actual act of sex. So um, let's say, like, outside of their own booty, you know, some black women frown upon if they if they even mention, like, me wanting to, um, uh, being a black male, wanting to have sex or penetrate a black woman's ass, you know, if they want to have anal with their with they, with they girlfriend. And, like... That's just a sensation that happens. It's not something that's uh, immediately associated with being gay, you know? And I I haven't come, that hasn't been my experience at all as far as women thinking that you're gay because you want to fuck them in the ass. Mm -hmm. Like, now, if you only want to fuck them in the ass, (laughs) then they're going to start, you know, questioning, like, okay. Like, I, example, my homegirl, her uh, husband, (laughs) <laughs> she told me that he uh I don't know if she told me or her her best friend my cousin told me but anyway I'm putting it out there hope they don't listen <laughs> uh, she said that she said that her husband only likes to fuck her in the ass mm-hmm. now her husband has been in prison for oh. like 10 over 10 years before they met mm-hmm. like, I think he was just out when they met so I mean, I don't know about y'all, mm-hmm. but if the only thing he wants to do is fucking ass coming straight out of prison. <laughs> there is a, there's like, space for disconcern. I mean, yes, I'm there pretty is. sure <laughs> he's fucked some dudes in the ass. And he and, just hey, found and, out about it. Yo, that motherfucker is <laughs> huge, too. He's like nightmare huge. Oh, my God. Like, I'm, like he's kind of scary. To, like, he's kind of scary to me, like, where I'm like, I can fight. I'm telling you, I can fight, but I'm looking at him like I will mm-hmm. have to shoot you because I don't down. know yeah. if my punches will work. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, he's oh. like that dream where you like you punch and they're not doing nothing. Like you don't have no power. Have you ever had that? Where oh, you yes. like swinging? And it's just I like feel like that's real life with growing. him. Yeah. I feel like that's real life with him. If I threw a punch, he'd be like, <laughs> "Come here, I'm fucking you." And mm-hmm. I'm like, "No!" <laughs> and then I'm going to take Bring some dick. <laughs> 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 well, I mean, now, yeah, that situation, I mean, there's also context clues around their sexual experience that may make you think outside, well, what the hell is he doing? What is he wanting to do? Okay, you know, no, but no, no. I, I fucked, <laughs> I, like, I fucked one girl in the ass. Mm-hmm. Like, 
she never like it was just like let's like we fucked so much. She's like, oh yeah, let's we were like yeah, let's try that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I never did it again because I didn't know yeah, that the best experience. Yeah, yeah. peanut butter. Oh god, <laughs> yeah. do shit out, honey. Do yeah, shit out, peanut butter <laughs> dick. But it was spontaneous. But see, we yeah, it was, and spontaneous. we were young. Yeah, yeah, we were young, and we just you know we was just fucking so much. We just wanted to something try different. something different yeah. and. And see, and, and we watch so much porn. And I, all right, this is the other thing because I had the older homies who were like, "Yeah, man, you gotta fuck a girl in the ass." You know, you know I'm like, "All right, so I gotta fuck my girl in the ass." I gotta That's what I'm gonna fucking do. Life goes. And I threw it in there and pulled out peanut butter, mm-hmm. and I, I, I went like that, and I made her, uh? yeah, it was, it was smelly, and <laughs> I made her wash it off. Mm-hmm. Hi. And How are okay, you, doing? Uh, you happy, know, happy birthday! I just saw you had a birthday. Happy birthday, girl. But, you know, she was open to, like, many sexual experiences. I feel like my home, like my black homegirls that have, you know, come and told me some of their stories, they're ones that are, like, just genuinely open to having sex and freedom in that way. And they would be open to, like, some ass play. But most of the women, most of, I feel like most of the black women are have some type of relation with, you know, with God that's making them a lot more grade, you know, grade A, with re, you know, with their sexual experiences and that they don't have these parameters that's outside of the ass. Like, there's like, if you know, that's so afraid that they man is gay or down there. I don't think that's a real thing no more, man. As far as dudes just fucking girls in ass, black women in ass, I don't think that's a thing anymore. Like, is it over, I mean, because that shit happened like damn near 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, and before that, before I was fucking with her, I was fucking with another girl. She loved, like, having anal plugs while I'm fucking her. Mm-hmm. Like she loved that shit, so I don't. We do have a black girl in the room too. Maybe we should ask her. Yeah. <laughs> well, Leo, real quick though, have you ever had a homegirl like tell you about uh, a-, a situation that she didn't like or did like, or did you have any homegirls had those type of conversations with you that in you can remember? It happened to her or happened to her man? Either one. Well, when I was in college, um, yeah, I did have my best friend. Her name was Keisha. She ain't gonna hear this, so I can say her name. Um, she literally came into my dorm room and she was like, um, so my boyfriend want me to finger his booty hole. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> and she was like, but that's gay. Like, he don't want me to just play with it. Like, he want me to go in there and just, while he masturbates. And I was just like, so what's the problem? Why aren't you doing it? She's like, but that's gay though. I was like, why? Like, are, unless you a man, unless you need to tell me stuff. Like, are, are you a dude? She was like, no. So at that point, I was just like, well, you should be doing it. Like, go for it. Like, w- nothing is stopping you but you at that point. You know what I mean? And then he's not gay because you're a female. So why not get him off? And then you'll be mad if you break up with you and find another female to do it. And then you'll be just like, ugh, why do you break up with me? Well, because you weren't freaky deaky enough. Well, as a, I, was, I was about to ask you too. As a black yeah, woman, before before you start, um, this is Alessandra, one of my friends from uh, Chicago. She's gonna be on the next episode, but yeah, she's just hanging out with us. Go ahead, now, as a black woman. Yep, yeah, just hanging out. <laughs> as a black woman, I really think it's so many subsets of black people that, like, that doesn't exist anymore. Like you were saying, within the last ten years or so, or maybe even longer. Like, I think black women are proud to be sexual and freaky and nasty and dirty and slutty and want to mm-hmm. be choked out and dug out and slapped and all types of nasty shit. I don't, I don't, but I'm just saying, you know, it's really acceptable now to kind of talk about, you know, everything, you know, but it, it is like some, I do have a few friends who 
are like a little prude and you know they don't really talk about sex as much or their sex life at all and I don't see them doing any type of butt play with a man I think they would probably say that the man would be on the feminine side not per you know per se gay but maybe on the feminine side just a bit Women, women are so scared, especially black women, are so scared of their man being DL. Mm-hmm. Like, Unfortunately, they should be. <laughs> <laughs> For real. So, I mean, now getting to that one, you know, actually talking about, you know, playing around with dudes' assholes. Like, the only girl I know who was completely fine with putting a finger in her dude's ass and not questioning him at all, she's not black. Like I don't know any like any anybody. Uh, I knew one girl who did it, but she did it because she was like, "I'm about to test this dude out." <laughs> like he said, he he liked the finger and ass, so she's like, "All right, she put finger, she put two, and then she's like, "Hold on, let me see how far I can go with this." She said she pulled out a dildo from under her bed and stuck it in there. I was talking about how um, <laughs> earlier how Tank you know admitted on the radio that, you know, he enjoys getting his ass ate. And instantly got support of the gay community. The, the, okay, <laughs> and I was, I was saying... Am I, am I allowed to? Oh, please. Yeah. And I, I, was, um, I was saying that I know, I know dudes who were completely fine with that, with getting a uh, salad toss. Like, they're, they're cool with saying, yeah, I get my salad toss. But as far as fingers, I have never met a dude. I don't have, not a friend, not, I don't know no dudes, like, yeah, I gotta get fingers in my ass. They definitely want to say it out loud. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's not something they would talk about. I don't think. No, but I mean, they got over the whole, you know, because some dudes thought, you know, the toss and salad thing was too much. So, and you know, they're. But I can, I, I do understand if they do do it, they're probably not gonna say it out loud because we are so scared about being considered gay. I mean, and to be honest, the way our, the way. Black women are like, if you are questioned, yo, it's gonna be bad out there for you. Like they're gonna be looking like, nope, I'm not fucking with you. Like they, yeah. What's wrong with that? I do want to just applaud Tank really quick um, for letting us know that he had a fresh salad to offer. And <laughs> um, this motherfucker right here, man. And that he was willing to let the woman of his choice. Enjoy that cuisine. Um, oh, I think it's important for men to come forward who have fresh leafy greens to offer. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> this motherfucker, man. Yo. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> Kale? Shout out to Tank. <laughs> Shout out to Tank. Tank, let, Tank was not ashamed. He let y'all know that he had kale to offer. He had arugula to offer. He had romaine lettuce to offer and did not mind getting those things tossed with Caesar or ranch dressing and what's that other, croutons what's of that his choice. What's that that's dressed in Caesar and who? Romaine? Roman. Romaine. There you go. Roman and Caesar was ready to toss. Roman and Caesar were ready to toss. Yeah. And I'm sure that when they tossed, they thought about Tank's salad Mm -hmm. so i just i want to shout him out um for letting us know that it is okay um for men to bring their freshest 
uh, leafy okay. greens to the I'm table. Okay, I'm, I'm done with this goddamn salad. <laughs> I do, but I do want to know. I want to ask you. I want to ask the lady on the podcast if a dude told you, "Yo, I need them fingers." I need you to throw the fingers in me real quick. I need you to throw the fingers in me while you're sucking my dick or jagging me off. What are you going to say? Well, um, I plan on my mama to listen to this, hopefully. But, um, you know, in my family, uh, we are very open people, and I don't judge, so. I'm just gonna leave it Ooh, at that. No, no, fuck all that. This is me and a goddamn gay homie. We judge. need answers. Shit just so, got real. okay, you don't judge. <laughs> so, are you going go ahead and throw the fingers in him? Um, maybe one. All right. So, okay, okay. I know, I know, I know, I know. You don't judge. I know you don't. Ju- you don't judge. But I just want you to be honest. Are you going to have some questions? I think it really depends on the person. Um, I do feel like in life I have possibly get, dated a gay man before, or maybe a bisexual man, maybe bisexual man, but I didn't know. But it's like when you break up with that person, you break up with that person, you're like, hmm, okay, well, this seemed different, or this seemed like maybe okay. not. If he throw, if you throw a finger in him and he goes, Ugh, how are you going to feel? Um... Why is this like just about? See, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I saw the look on her face. She didn't have to say a fucking word. She thought he was gay. No. You, you by the noise he, by the noise I just made. Quick question. Quick question. Yeah. Has anybody ever had a bisexual threesome? Not two girls and a guy, but like a guy, a bi left dude, out and like a a girl. <laughs> Have y'all ever done that? I've not seen it on porn. <laughs> I've never had that version of a threesome, no. It will change your life. It will bring you closer to God. It will. Um, Let me get my notebook ready. So you're saying if it's two, if it's a girl involved and two guys? And one guy has to be. Bisexual. bisexual. Right, so the so guy got to be bisexual so and it's a girl and a guy. So let me, let me, let me give you guys the, the, well, I mean, we're already talking about sex. So one guy, right, doing the other guy doggy style while the guy in the middle is eating out the girl. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And you're asking if I've done that. No, I have not been a part of that scenario. No, I haven't. I am very open to that. But um, okay, I was about to say, would anybody, with the exception of a straight of man, heterosexual here, um, <laughs> be open to that? Well, I, um. Not this goddamn house. <laughs> <laughs> Not on my watch. Okay, that's somebody's mama. <laughs> that is clearly what somebody's mama just said. <laughs> Listen to this. <laughs> uh, just make sure clean up. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't like the yum yum, so it wouldn't. It wouldn't be my face in it. You don't but like the yum yum. I don't. I don't. But I don't. You're calling it yum yum, so you're implying that there's a pleasant taste, right? <laughs> No, so uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't like it, so I wouldn't be on it. Now I wouldn't mind topping a guy while he's face in the yum yum or oh, the new that'd be cool, D, you've ate pussy before, many times. I did many times. I feel like all of us have, right? I, I just said I didn't put my face oh, in the yum yum. Yeah, I mean, but. Allie's have it as well. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hello. Oh. 
Does, oh. your, does your mama know that? Oh. Does your mom know? She probably know now. Ah, <laughs> what's up, moms? She out here getting her pussy ate. She out here getting her pussy ate, cuz. Uh-huh, uh-huh. What I'm talking about? But you got to say it low Shit, so it's more pervert. D over here eating pussy ass. <laughs> but now, I was, I was just thinking, like, like, it would be, I was just thinking, um, I had I had that experience when I was in college. And, um. Nigga. Anyway, um, but no, I was the the conversation you guys were having just made me sort of um, think of, think about that experience. Like, what if you know, what if they brought some freaky shit like that into the conversation? Yeah, like I mean, yo, guys and girl, you know, a, a man and a woman will bring home a girl for a threesome. What if they bring home a guy? That's not gonna be. That's not gonna fly. Oh, it, it's no, because I don't. I don't want to see a naked dude right. while I'm fucking. Okay. Yeah. And other thing is, for I mean, is it my girl, like, or is just a girl? Like, I, I mean, because dudes used to do that. I know my cousins used to do that shit all the time. They'll be yeah, hit, they, them, the yeah them and their homeboy. Be, oh, fuck a girl. Like, want to get head. One's fucking her. You know, I this just never been a train something. or a threesome. I mean, but that's a threesome if one's getting head and one's fucking. That's a threesome. So what makes it a train? A train is you're waiting for your turn to fuck. Correct. That is you just sitting there, and it, it, it could be as many people as you more want. Than three people. Yeah, it could be as many as you want. Like back in high school, dudes used to go to the little train parties all the time. Train parties. Yeah. Okay. Hey, hold on, Mo. You know that these were happening. Like for real? No, like not at all. Like yeah. Yeah, like running a train. Yeah, I mean, I, I never, mean, I never I wanted did. to do it. I, I, I thought that was kind of gross. Yeah, want, but then but doing it is but, separate um, things, yo. I, I never did. <laughs> I never did get that a clip. Shit. <laughs> because I, because I always think that that like sex parties are things like reserved for the LGBT community. Not that I don't know that straight people. We're do talking it, about 14, 15 year olds, right? There, it's like <laughs> it's in a bracket where they're like. They just okay. learn sex. I mean, and I mean, it, so you guys would like make an event out of it, get some tortilla chips and dip, and nobody had money. Just no, you just <laughs> find a, a garage and you just wait your turn. Wow, okay, I'm just thinking about the girl that's just sitting there, like that's just <laughs> sitting there. Nah, yeah, it's 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 pretty sad yeah. to be honest, yeah. unless she's just like, come on, I'm trying to get some dick, let's go. Like, if you think about her in that sense, then you're like, oh, this is fine. This is a cool thing. But if you're, like, thinking of the way, like, we probably thinking about she's just laying there, like, looking all awkward and shit, and it's like, oh, that's sad. But let's not look at it that way. Let's look at the girl saying, give me that dick. Good times. When y'all are doing these train parties. I did not. I've never done a train, but go ahead. (laughs) Okay. I have. I promise you. I that's that sounds horrible to me. That's gross. I'll I'll take your I'll take your word for it. So, when Joe allegedly um, is engaging in these trains, um, <laughs> do you guys rate the other guy's skills? All right, look, I've never been in one, but I will say... <laughs> and again, uh, and again, no, we believe you, Joe. No, but I'm saying... We believe I, you. I, I only have one story because the homie... <laughs> I was in the ninth grade. The homie was in the 11th grade. He was like, yeah, man, me and... Can you give us a, a, a year time frame so that we'll know, yeah. like... It was the 90s. Okay, you're not that old. 95, man. 
Yeah. Okay. It was yeah. a different time. Yeah. It was a different time. Yeah. I was four years old. Okay, bro. Well, I didn't need to hear. So oh, you sorry, sorry. No, you sorry, didn't need sorry, a time sorry. frame, motherfucker. Sorry. You was trying to I fuck with me. You're right. I did not. I, I anyway, apologize. I'm over here talking to the homie. He's like, oh, yeah, me and uh, he pointed out he, point, he pointed out some dudes on the football team. He's like, me and them dude dudes and some other guys, we ran a train on this on that one chick over there. I was like, oh, for real? He's like, yeah, man. That shit was awkward. He's like, I'm in there trying to fuck it. Everybody staring at me and shit. He's like, man, like, like, yo, leave me alone. Let me go, get out the room so I can fuck. And they just laughing and shit. And he said when they were in there, they were in there together. And while one was fucking, the other one was like hyping him up. Like, yeah, man, fuck her, fuck her. It's like slap him on the ass. Like, get that shit, bro. Wow. <laughs> I know somebody that Straight guys are weird. And everybody, they know that everybody in that room, in that train room or whatever, caught the same thing that mm-hmm. night. Like, they know. How many? Like they got the new Jordans. One quick question, though. So, like, let's just say you're doing a threesome, two guys that are straight with one mm-hmm. female. Now, there's double penetration that some do engage in. Now, is that gay when both are in the same hole fucking it? Like, that's... When I watch pornos that does that, yeah, I don't I mean, think gay for some reason. I think a little... But mostly straight, like oh, they fucking. Exist. So at some oh, no. point, they like dick so close. No, they're it's not close. You're t- you you touching. T- touching. So I'm just wondering, like, at what point do they realize I'm rubbing my dick against his? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I is um, I just wonder what that thought process. Do they ever think about that? I don't know. Like it's a. I guess it goes as far as the mental, right? How far are you thinking about this in the parameter of like locker boy types of shit, you know, mm-hmm. to the point where we're literally engaging in sex together and touching our, you know, That's private parts. Like, you know, somebody getting dogged out or whatever. So maybe mm-hmm. it's like a overall perception, but mm-hmm. I still or think, in my opinion, I still think that it is on the <clears> borderline. It's on the border. Yeah. Even <laughs> like when you have a female giving head to two guys and she wants to do, you know, give them both the same time in one mouth, like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're looking at it, so <laughs> you know uh, what I mean. You're looking I down. They come up on my feet. So, <laughs> true. So I just wonder. Well, I want to ask another question. Mm-hmm. I want to know how come gay men are primarily looking for straight men. Like that's what most gay men types are. That's what we seem to be wanting. This oxymoron of a fucking. Let me tell you. Compl- something. Tell me something. Listen. A femme will come over, Mm -hmm. cook in your kitchen, clean up my, I mean, your Mm -hmm. chunky ass room, Mm -hmm. clean your bathroom, vacuum the living room, and rub on your belly. You know what a straight man is going to do for you? Mm -hmm. Give you a fucking headache and an STD. Yeah. But that's that's what, I mean... In theory, that sounds good, but that's not. I feel like that's not what we're primarily looking for. Y'all we're are looking out for here. fuck niggas, 
who are straight, the, the top trade shit on the streets, trade being like, you know, men that look like they straight. And then they actually are taking dick better than the best of them. But they had to work to find out that this is how gay this nigga is. And then they really found out how feminine he is or how whatever it is. It's just like, we are all under this, this whole film of like, are we all, all going to believe each other, make believe personalities? Because that's what is being shown foremost. And we're all just going to accept it. Like, okay, he's supposed to be this straight gay dude, you know, but yeah, he's filmed. Um, <laughs> like, so a lot of what this is, is uh, a lot of gay men are just trying to heal some past traumas. Mm -hmm. A lot of us were bullied by the, the same straight men or the same archetype of archetype yeah. of man uh, that we later pursue. Um, so us chasing trade or us chasing these straight men, it's a form of us seeking validation. And we think, and, and we'll accept whatever it is. So even if they only <laughs> see it for us sexually, yeah. even if even if the only thing they have to offer us is um, is sex, because you know, you know they don't have any money to offer. Mm -hmm. You know they don't have any quality time to offer. You know that you're not going to get taken out to the nice restaurant um, in downtown L.A. because they don't want you to see anybody with them. Yeah. Um, so you'll accept anything. So because all these straight niggas gave you such a hard time, now that you're grown, you're, you're, you're looking for that validation. And so many gay men do this without knowing. Y'all got to heal that. Well, I think that, I, I look, again, I am taken aback by that explanation because I think that, that I think that's very true. And mm -hmm. then I just think about just all of the men I'm even thinking of that kind of, you know, do that to themselves. You know, like, wow, good perspective. <laughs> I, I'm I'm sorry, guys. I had to run and take an important call. Can I get a quick little summary of what we're? Um. So I was. The question. Yeah. Well, the question pretty much was, how come gay men, for the most part, seem to seek out straight men, straight acting men, things of that nature? And my answer was that a lot of gay men do this to try to heal their past traumas of some of the negative experiences that they had with straight men. So if they feel like these men value them sexually, they'll take it, even if it's only sex, in the dark, away from society, um, even if you're saved under a different number and you don't get the respect that someone would get in a normal dating situation. Um, so a lot of gay men are okay with this. And, and let me be very, very, very clear with you. These, these gay men that are out here uh, pursuing trade and dating these straight men, they're not getting into these fairy tale situations. You understand? Like, a lot of these men are threatened into silence, you know? Right. And, but, you know, about the side of my point, Joe, being that the whole, the, 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 the thing that just throws me is how, as, as a gay man and, you know, as seeing even more of the gay community, how we know that that's the truth, you know, not even if that's the underlying truth, but we know at the very least that these are fronts that a lot of these gay men are putting on and then you get them behind, you know, you get behind the, the blinds and they're like gayer than the gay is or they taking dick better than the best of us. And it's like, why are we even acting like we're trying to believe these facades and nobody really wants people authentic, you know, selves? Um, I think some of it has to do with society growing up. Society Absolutely. has these rules and parameters of what a man should be, how a man should act. You know what I mean? Especially so, in the black community. Right. right. 
Exactly. So then, you know, let's just say a young man growing up, you know, you see it on TV, you see even single black mothers, they're saying, well, you should be acting like this. This is how you should be. So then at that point, when it comes down to sexuality now, you know, that's what you're looking for is what a man should be. And, um, and that just goes under the whole umbrella. Like why are, who came up with the definition of how a man should act? You know what I mean? Do you guys think that, uh, okay. So we do know that things are improving. Like kids are growing up and being freer and being, more open and with their sexuality and saying like I'm gay early on when others like had to hide it for years. Mm-hmm. So because things are improving, society seems to be more open about sexuality and everything. Do you think that's going to? Do you think that talking to you more specific? Like, do you think that trauma that's driving gay men to seek straight acting men is going to die off? No. Um, not even a little bit? Because if the trauma's not there, if you didn't have to go through the issues that the people in other generations had to go through, then why would you? You know what? That's a good point. That's a, yeah, that's a good point. Let me amend that. Maybe. Maybe. Um, damn, that's a good Just point. Just off of society, because talk, we talk about society uh, being that way, too. It's like saying, saying like this is, this is how men are supposed to act. It's not the same on TV anymore because this show, every every television show pushed what this male image is, what a father is, what sex is, what romance is, everything. So TV has changed, especially now because we don't have just re- regular sitcoms. We're watching Netflix and everything, which will have a specific family that could be catered to what you are. So I, I hope so. Um what I often say is that um, oftentimes this is like a, a thing that the young gays go through because after you've experienced it for a little bit, you know, you kind of get over it and you right, realize, right, right. yeah, you find a place and you realize chasing these straight men, it just isn't worth it. It's, it's not worth your time, your energy. It's not worth your heart. Um, but there's also an issue of respectability politics as well um, and how certain gay men want to present themselves to the world. Um there are, you know what I mean? I can I, I can go into a room, you know, full of straight people and sort of socialize and, and make friends. And I have gay friends of mine who may be a little bit more flamboyant or, or may wear certain types of clothes who may not, you know, feel like they're as comfortable. So that's another aspect of it, too, um, where the, the masculine question uh, comes into play. The, the seeking out men who are super masculine because they want to, that's what they want to present to the world. Am I making right. sense? Very, Am much, I making very sense? much so because if I think about myself, I find my, and I don't, I'm not proud of it, but I know what I'm more attracted to would be more of a masculine type because I like to have the advantage or the ability at least to be out in public and to not be known right away like we're gay you know we're together with that we're that i like that to be able to be the, um, incarnito as an option um but to piggyback about if you know with things changing in the media and the times are changing do you think um gay men seeking straight acting men would, would change as well with that 
I want to do, I guess, a heavy maybe too, because those the same thing that was seeked, you know, in '94, same thing that's seeked right now. Like that part didn't change, you know. Um, we are getting so much more representation on television with like the spectrum of what a gay man looks like. You know, we have um, like Titus from Kimmy Smith. We have that version, and then um, we had like Omar from The Wire, who was like super hardcore. That that was revolutionary in showing, you know, oh, yeah. vulnerability and a gay man and still have that type of respect, like that was huge. But like Lionel from Dear White People is one of the best examples of a gay black man to me right now because that is more closer to the norm of yeah. this person who is just living and fluid and doesn't have these, you know, hyper uh, flamboyant moments or not. It's just not in him to be. He's just a normal person. And that's who we majority are. You know, and I talked about that within myself. Like that's kind of what I at least uh, appreciate about my experience of being gay, uh, being able to give you know uh, an example of what um, of what on the gay spectrum looked like with myself because I know I don't um, encapsulate the the norm or whatnot, and that's what I think I see in Lionel. So I do hope as gay men we can start opening ourselves up to accept who we are usually mostly are. You know, like what we genuinely are. We're gay men, not looking for ourselves. You know, and as I, st you know, grow in my whole gayness, you know, I get more and more comfortable with myself each and every year. And I know people that's closest to me see that, but I am constantly frustrated with these boxes and parameters that they want to, that our own people put us in. It's like, it makes me be upset to be even part of a community sometimes. And piggybacking that to why do you, you know, we hold ourselves to these specific boxes usually labeling labeled by sexual positions <laughs> you know what are some of these labels i love hearing this all right so you have top right yeah know that one you know that okay. one okay yeah. that's what you are right joe i mean <laughs> what is that i mean can i be a, can, I, can, I, can i be a top in a heterosexual relationship there's a there's verse uh, a verse is somebody who uh, tops and bottoms. Okay, okay. There's Bilingual. Mm -hmm. Give and receive. There's, and then there's a bottom. And bottom uh, likes to throw receive it the back. package. They throw it back, right? They're a good one. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Uh -huh. This is what me and the gay homie's all about. This is about your straight homie applauding this life. <laughs> applauding throwing it back as a bottom. As a bottom throwing it back. What, what are you, Deotis? I'm a verse. Oh, he does Speak it all, clearly. baby. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, in my history, you know, I I started off in the heterosexual concords. And so you started. So when you got in it, you topped. I did. I, I, I think about that and find it funny because I think naturally because. I was fucking a yeah, girl. Yeah, it was already top. That that was the only way my mind was gonna work with fucking a guy. But then when I had to, when I had to, when I started doing that, I thought I was asexual for a minute because I was like, why I'd the fuck does gay vagina. sex have to be me sticking my dick in an asshole? Like I literally had to get my mind over that. And then we talked about this. He was like, he wanted vagina, but he wanted it because I I did feel that vagina felt better on the penis. I mean, it, that makes sense. That's what it was made for. Yeah. And uh, oh, dude, well, that. Oh, no, I didn't mean it like that. But who cares? I'm not taking care of that. Oh. 
<laughs> and the other thing he is, lying. and the other thing is, I love pregnant women. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, mm-hmm. that but is another search in my uh, X videos box. Pregnant? Are you yeah. for real? I love pregnant women. Is pregnant women doing porn? Dude, my my cousin, I would never watch her. Porn. I look, Mo goes and search immediately. My cousin, my cousin did pregnant porn. <laughs> Wait, yeah. the, the same one? Yes, her stinking ass. Wow, we need to. To bring her on the show. Okay, I do, okay, I, I do not do midget sex. Y'all know I got a little fear. You do. I'm sorry to any little people out there. I apologize, but I do have a bit of a fear. I'm working through it. I saw a little person recently, and I said hello. Awesome. Everybody give Joe a round of applause. He's been working on this all his life. We all know. Terrified of little people. But uh, I wanted to say earlier, um, it's so funny that Mo mentioned the categories, and this is something that you and I talked about at the gym the other day, because um, he said you only asked for the positions, and the only positions he actually stated was top, verse, and bottom. Mm-hmm. Now, the <laughs> he's so and the conversation that we had, um, you know, I stated I didn't believe in verse top and verse bottom. All right. But oh, so, so for Joe Clarity, there yeah, are, so uh, there's another category called verse tops and verse bottoms. And what they are, verse top would be someone who is identifying themselves as verse, but top more often. And then verse bottom would be someone who considers themselves verse, but bottom more often. But usually that shit is lies because, well, I'll let you talk. Because <laughs> <you know? laughs> at the end of the day, what's the first word? Verse. Yeah. So there's three categories in my opinion. It's top verse and bottom it doesn't matter whether you take dick once a month or once a year yeah, you're always gonna be verse it's you're always gonna be verse yeah. even if you give it once a year because uh there's been like the conversation i think we had where um someone said um or it was with my best friend it was someone where it's like yeah i'm a top but in a relationship you know i'll i'll, I'll bottom which is common like but common yeah then I'm just like, well, then you verse. Like, yeah, that's like, that's like, okay. It's like saying someone's bisexual. If you like, if you're sexually attracted to both. But see, I think there is a different window a little bit, Leo, just because, like, if you're, because, like, at first, I used to always identify as top. And then I would start doing first top because I enjoy topping more than I like taking dick, and I rarely did it. So, it's like an interview. Like when you out trying to, you know, get jobs out here, you may be good at three or four different things, but what you need to cater your interview to is exactly what this job is requiring. So if I'm trying to get with this, <laughs> if I'm trying to get with this bottom dude, I'm just gonna tell him that I'm a top because right. that's I, what he's interested in. I have in. A, a heterosexual question. Just saying because it's coming from my heterosexual mind. Okay. All right. So D, you like masculine guys for the most part for the most part because i've all right. had all right. <laughs> quite a range so so okay <laughs> i'm asking this you know i'm getting to it so not even hold though. on hold on hold well, on uh, hold on because there's a reason why i'm asking that stop don't uh, say well, that I, 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 okay. all right all right so say you do let's just say you like masculine guys mm-hmm. are they more prone to just to to lean to top because they're the masculine guy or am i just assuming I don't think you're assuming. It kind of it kind of piggybacks off what I was saying earlier, though, because 
the masculine guys, I guess they are usually topping. However, it's a lot of them too. I want to say 50-50, that's, that's bottoming too, but they're representing themselves as a top, you know, like, and then you find out like, oh, you definitely busting down. Okay. But would that be a problem? Say, okay, let's say most the most of the masculine dudes were top. Like you're masculine, you top. Would that be a problem for you? Because you would rather top most of the time. Thank you. Yes, that would be a problem for me because I like that's yes, I like more of a masculine dude, but I like to top more often, but then masculine dudes are usually trying to top and not seeing me soft enough to be wanting to like even let me. You got to stop lifting weights, bro. Dominate them in a sense, I guess. Or want, it's like. Wait, I get, so you're not soft enough for them to dominate you. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So okay. like, okay, it's like for instance, okay, let, okay, let me explain this. Like, I like like masculine dudes. I also like. Small, I like smaller dudes too, but I like smaller dudes who has like nice dicks though, which is also not uh, that often. So let's say you got a smaller dude that got a nice dick and so he's a top, right? So he's a top small dude. And I'm like, oh, okay, I found him attractive, but he wouldn't want to like fuck me really because the only people he's going to usually fuck with are smaller dudes than him. So like for me to have even a category of smaller dudes that I like that can be tops that is like eradicated almost that's hard to find because the, most of the ones that's out there are not going to be wanting to get with me because i'm bigger than them because we associate gay people like gay sex a lot of times too with like who dicks are bigger or who body size is bigger with positions you know like you guys are so much. you guys are so restrictive and and this is just my experience too and just come on just fuck already <laughs> I know. God, I will say this, like, honestly, going back after you, I have had, I'm 6'1", by the way, and I get hit on by so many short guys that are wanting to top me, literally. And they're just like, so what's up? And I'm just like, do you know I'm 6'1"? They're like, so? What's that got to do with anything? Or the... I got, I got the yellow pages. Like, I'm serious. And the line that they always use is, we're the same height when we lay, when we lay down. So I'm just like... I, oh, okay. And it's a vibe because I, I don't give, I guess, you know, I don't give out the same energy that you would give out. And I feel like they find it like, like they don't, they don't, they feel smaller against like my, like dominance in a sense. Like, I don't know. And, like, I, and it's annoying because I'm like, I just want to fuck too. Like, I like the little guys with the big dicks, you know? But. <clears throat> I've talked some six five guys before, and I'm just telling you. I, oh, here climbing trees and shit. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just. I don't like being in my category. That's all. It's just too limiting, you know. But that goes to the box that we that the gay community we have this this um, box that we're putting that we hate to be put in by heterosexuals, but yet yeah. we put ourselves mm-hmm. in that same box, but in a different way. You know right. what I mean? Um, go ahead, Mo. Please. Okay. Um, I just wanted to come on in and share my testimony. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, <I> a, <laughs> it's always an experience. <laughs> um, so bottoming is uh, exhausting. Yeah. Takes a lot of prep. Mm-hmm. And for that reason, I prefer to top. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I've had very, very few bottoming experiences in my life. They weren't bad, but it's just a lot. Um, I don't necessarily have a preference as far as masculine or feminine. Uh, to be honest with you, whoever, whoever, you know, got the 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 magic box, because um, I've I fucked masculine guys that were trash in bed, mm-hmm. and I fucked femmes who were who were really good in bed. So it, it I mean, none of that really matters. Um, if we're just talking sex, the sex has to be good. Like I don't, I don't care if you come over with like makeup on or if you come over in fucking basketball shorts and a tank. Um, the sex got to be bomb. Uh, I also want to just, also just want to put out there that um, you know, sexual positions can be very fleeting. Um, pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> so what about because there are tops that are feminine right that's a joke you wouldn't get so I, I mean would I'm you so allow mad, a feminine I was like, I was like, person to top you I, I, I put my smile on like my fake smile it, like I got it was, it it was a joke only for them to get I know that's why I put my fake smile on like yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so the would, would you let a feminine top I've been in that position before and it didn't happen and um yeah, they're, they're, they're out there, and uh, because I, 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 I'm a hypocrite. Like it's just like I want to not be the one putting these categories on things too. But it's like in the end of the day, you are attracted to what you're attracted to. And my whole thing is that I don't like, I'm not into film guys because it's like I can go fuck a girl if that's what I really wanted. You know, I like you know. There's the film guys who like literally act like they don't have a penis at all, like sit down and go pee and shit like that. Like I just. It's all the aesthetic that I like together, huh? It's just there for decoration as an ornament, like. And I just want to reiterate that men cannot get pregnant, right? Um, and that's why, yeah, that's why we fuck so much. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I mean, I'm not saying that that's why, like. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't. It's just it that we're men and hormonal and shit, either. Though. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to explain that. Um, I got into an argument with somebody about this shit. But anyway, I had to explain that to, to the homie. I was like, dog, think about it. Like, we dudes, like, we always trying to get some pussy, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we always, like, man, I really could be fucking right now. <laughs> like, think about the dudes thinking the same way, but they like each other. They fucking. They just doing a lot of fucking. He's like. Damn, yeah, guess so. Guess they be fucking a lot, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and that is the truth. I mean, yeah, I know that was it. Yeah, that, that was, was it. it. I just, I just wanted to to just point that out as far mm-hmm. as the whole. I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. Um, I just wanted to point that out as far as the whole like, you know, if you you know wanted to date a femme, you could just be with a girl. Yeah. Or, or. be with a girl. That doesn't. Oh, I got it. I just okay. think about <laughs> it. No child support ever. Uh huh. Yeah, no yeah. joint or 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 primary custody mm-hmm. ever. Right. Just someone think that's about down. What an amazing world that is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What, are you referring to okay. trans women? Or what What about trans women? I mean, were you referring to trans women? Oh no no no! no I was no, I was no, referring just to, to, to the, the fact that. Oh. 
yeah, that's a I huge mean, plus to if you were that into includes them too. I mean, I, I I have an irrational fear of of becoming a dad before I'm ready. So, mm-hmm. um, say makes sense because you talk about pregnancy so much. Like, who talks about pregnancy with you? Especially a gay because, <laughs> <laughs> like, because bro, you're gay. You talk about pregnancy more than I do. Yeah, I mean, do you still dabble? You in the vajayjay? In the it's it, it's been like a few years, but uh-huh. it's it's definitely happened. I mean, so I guess that's why then, if you still. But um, I just want to reiterate that. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you, bro. I, I want to reiterate that. Mm-hmm. I got love for my black queens, though. I do. That's <laughs> cool. There you go, the girl. Um, from <laughs> from which all life comes from. Uh huh. Um, just I'll not uh, from my sperm count. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Look, I, I and don't. I hope this guy gets a kid. Yeah, he gonna. He gonna <laughs> he <laughs> Yo, don't do not one. wish that on me. <laughs> five. five. That's the magic five. number. I, I would be okay. Who got five? You got five kids. Oh, I'm about to say. <laughs> <laughs> like, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa. I have so, no I'm kids. So okay. Organized, I'd be a horrible dad. Like, I'm I'm so scatterbrained. I forget I would, the name. Yeah, I would, forget, <laughs> I, would, I would forget the child in the car. Like while I'm on my way to work, like I'd be. I'd be Steven, I'm son, Craig, Craig. <laughs> Not Craig. <laughs> Sorry, but what were you saying? Oh no no no. Um, yeah, I, just that. I do have the lanes that I like, and I don't feel automatically that those lanes match up with what category I've been put in in the gay community, I guess mm-hmm. is what I'm saying in whole, and that can be frustrating, but it is what it is, and I think that there's a big difference in trying to find gay men here in L.A. compared to the East Coast. Like, if I was still living in Chicago, I would be married, like I already know. You know what I mean? Like, here is just a lot of you know status quo image based things and i was trying to figure out if this is like a uniform gay thing that we do extra in you know the superficialness or things like that but is it saturated more because it's la and um because i didn't really be single and gay my first time in my life until i moved here because i was always in a relationship in chicago Mm. as an adult so it was just like can we get this man a man trying to figure out i don't need a man um, trying to figure Fuck out. Out of here. Look at him. He talks about being in a relationship all the fucking time. I pay all my own shit. I don't need nobody to slow me down right now. You know. What does that I need a partner. Is what I need. I don't need a man. Okay. Semantics. Get the fuck out of here. Yes. Yes. I hate when people play me like that. I don't need a man. I need a partner. Don't get played then. Come on. No. Get the fuck out of here. This is say goddamn thing. You got a man out there for me, Joe? Hell no. You got too much baggage. I'm Go cry in the corner now. Thank you. Listen, I mean, as oh. far as the gay dudes I know, you know them all. <laughs> <laughs> well, except for a cousin. I got a cousin. Oh. But, nah, man, you can't fuck with my cousin. Why? Am I good enough for your cousin? Absolutely yeah, not. Why? Damn. Too close to home. Damn. For one, definitely. I'm gonna, I gotta invite my cousin. Also, his cousin is like 22 or something. No. How old is your cousin? 38. That was me fishing. See, so he's 38. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Set it up. Cool All then. Right. All um, right. You know what? We're done here. That was good. That was well, I want to say, first of all, Mo, thanks for that pleasant insight earlier. You know, like we're all chasing things that either doomed us as kids 
gave us nightmares, which whatever we didn't have is what we want. I mean, I even think about the type of gay guy I like as far as like I do like that lean, you know, more of a leaner type because I was always so overweight growing up that that's what it was always what I wanted in every sense of the way. So that can definitely be true with the type of men that you've been introduced, which was probably mostly bullies and shit. And straight bullies and shit, and that's what you want as a, an adult. Like, the thing that you could not have, the thing that was so unobtainable, untangible, right? So, yeah, I and like that point. Is, even if you do get it, sorry. And the thing is, even if you do end up with that, there's a good chance you still won't be satisfied. Right, right, right. And that's the worst part. <laughs> yeah. That's the worst part. Yeah, well, just to put it out there, I'm looking at me for some, like, like something like some Lionel from Dear White People type of nigga, like, Real regular, real basic, put it out there in the universe, you know, something, somebody that got something going for themselves, goals, you know, something that we can do, uh, you know, you can have your money because I got my own money, you know, we can do this together, okay, all right, where you at? All right. <laughs> add out. <laughs> you just put an add out for yourself. Um, since, <laughs> since you shut down the <laughs> yes, I have been off of Grinder and Jack for a month now. Hey. I am trying to find myself anew. Yes. And I'm trying to go back to the old fashioned way. Um, yeah. I just wanted to put out my one ad for a second um, and just say that I am looking for pretty much anything. Um, <laughs> uh, I do cook. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like to clean very often, so if you like to clean, uh, definitely apply. Uh, send your application in. Um, interviews will start this Thursday at 1230. Sharp. Um, sharp. Uh, if you have a down payment for a house, uh, that's even better. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned yeah. you're looking for prerequisites wait, as well, wait, right? Wait, wait, wait. Earlier, I don't know if we recorded this part, but did you say... Um, there were a certain type of dudes like hitting hitting you up in the DMs or in your inbox or something that you weren't trying to have. Mm. Oh yeah, because you. It's said, always the I, ones you no, don't. No, 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 because this motherfucker <laughs> said this motherfucker mm. just said anybody. Mm. You got some anybody's in your inbox. Holla at it. Okay. Mm. All right. Anyone under the age of seventy. <laughs> um, <laughs> 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 Uh, if you are around that 55 to uh, 65 uh, range, uh, I just ask that you be taking all of your vitamins and getting your doctor checkups regularly. Um, rich, terminally ill men, um, you can also apply. I think this will be a great opportunity for you um, <laughs> to just come and be a part of this. Um, so, yeah, so definitely apply. Uh, Terrence Williams Mayo at gmail.com. Uh, feel free to send your resumes uh, with uh, at least two nudes. Uh, make sure that one of them is a full body pic. Um, and again, uh, interviews will start this Thursday at 1230. So definitely just put in your application and uh, hopefully we can start a beautiful partnership. Wow. Wonderful. Uh, Leo. Credit scores under 600 will not be considered. <laughs> That's not taking anything. Yeah, I, I'm out, bro. Yeah. yeah, we're done here. We're done, man. Well, yeah, I appreciate our guests, though. Yes, yes, thank you, yes. Thank you guys so much. Ugh. Um, you can follow Leo <laughs> at Leo the Great. It's L E O 
DR, the number eight, mm-hmm. and then the letter T, Leo the Great. And let me tell you something. This man has definitely brought out the inner beast, the inner trade, the inner muscle, the inner AKA, AKA. Like, this is the strongest I have ever been. So if y'all want to hit him up for, you know, training, do that. Definitely got my endorsement. Uh, also, um, so me and my homegirl, Maria, spiritual homegirl. Um, yeah, follow our spir- spiritual homegirl on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, we started the Nipsey Hustle Book Club. Oh. And our first our first meeting is Sunday, May 19th. And we will be meeting at, I believe, 11 a.m. or 10 a.m. Let me see. Let me look. Well, you look for that. I'm like your co-host. That's dope as fuck that you did that, and I ain't know anything about it. You follow me on Instagram, though. Spiritual what? You got to tell me when they be looking out for you. Oh, 11.30 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> 11.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. on May 19th at Haroon Coffee at 4336 Dagnan Boulevard in Lamert Park. In the book, we're already, I've, anybody wants to be part of it, it might be too late for me to get this book to you. But it's uh, the sub- damn. What the fuck is the name of the book? I'm reading it already. Oh, uh, spiritual home. Oh, the book club is Nipsey Hustle Book Club, and my homegirl, spiritual homegirl, um, spelled the way it's supposed to be spelled. I hope you know how to spell it because we were clowning earlier about people not knowing how to spell official. <laughs> um, the book we will be discussing is The Way of the Superior Man by David. Data, I think that's how you say his name. But anyway, this is a book that was um, that Lauren London actually um, told Nipsey he should read, and he did. He said it's an amazing book. So we just kind of like digging through some of the books that he's dug through himself and seeing what we can get out of them. And I've already started reading a really good book um, so far. A lot of a lot of little uh, bars in there, but uh, yeah. So if you want to do it, I actually have the uh, PDF. I can send it to you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but it's not by the book, by the book. But I'm just saying, I'm trying. Right. I, I, I know this is like short notice, so I'm trying to get it to you as soon as possible. So you have something to discuss next Sunday if you want to come. Anyway. Dopeness. Cool. Hey, Mo, you gave us your social earlier, did you? Yeah, but I can always do it again. Yeah. No, so we already got it. We good. We did. Uh, it? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Well, I mean, outside of this, you already know Mo does music. He is a grand singer. Like, give you chills, let you know. Um, you can go buy his music, go support him, go pay his bills at uh, Mo County Official on Instagram. Um, M O C O U N T Y O F F I C I A L. Um, soon as you get to the Instagram page, you'll see the uh, link, the Spotify link. Um, but if you don't have Spotify, that's fine. I'm on all platforms. The name of my EP is The Quarter Life Crisis, um, and it will be listed under the artist name Moko, M-O-H-K-O. Thanks, Mo. Joe and Diotis, me and the gay homie, out. Peace.